All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuck, Nicks? What the fuck, Sturs? What the fuckettes? How's it going? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast, WTF. You chose it. You chose it. You made the choice. This wasn't random. You weren't just spinning a dial. You said, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose WTF with Mark Marin. Thank you. Good choice. Good show today. How, how are you, man? I'm sorry. I feel like I, I'm just talking about me again, and I just want to know, are you okay? How's the transition back going? Are you seeing people that you love? Are you going to work yet? Are you eating out amongst people? Are you smiling with your face in full view? What are you doing? Are your eyes still scared or is your smile hiding it now that we can see it? What's happening? Are you okay? Is it overwhelming? It is overwhelming, isn't it? It's very overwhelming. I don't want to get nostalgic for back in the day when everyone was doing nothing and just sitting around being frightened all the time. But outside of the exhaustion of maintaining that much fear, there was a a sort of... um, relaxed quality you know where time didn't have form there was you know, we're not hanging time on anything there was nothing to hang time on so it just kind of was nebulous and kept moving moving and the only thing that was sort of determining time was checking your phone to see how things are going in the world bad bad what time is it what day is it is are things okay is it all ending where are we at the only thing that determined time i do find that a little of that is uh, there's a residual vibe around time, for me anyways, and maybe my brain's going soft. I don't know. But I'm still unclear about uh, the, the parameters of time. Like time I'm supposed to do things. I know when I'm supposed to get things done by, kind of, but there aren't that many things like that. But each day, I don't know. I'm still not hanging time on much. And I know I have things coming up, but I can't seem to process them or know that they're coming up. But I've always sort of been like that just surprised at my schedule every day because I didn't see it coming, even though I could just look at it, commit it to memory. But I think innately, I know that causes too much dread for me. Anyways, it's just the way I live my life. I can't recommend it to anybody. It's uh, it's always jarring to realize like, oh, Jesus, I have something I should have prepared for a little bit. And it's happening in an hour. I had no idea. I kind of did, but I didn't know it was today. That's only amplified by the fact that we didn't have a lot of that over the last year. Let's not forget, it was a rough year. You all right? Today on the show, Anthony Kerrigan, an actor. You probably know him as NoHo Hank from uh, Barry on HBO. He was nominated for an Emmy for that role. Uh, He was in Gotham. Uh, Bill and Ted faced the music. And he's now in the upcoming movie Fatherhood, on Netflix. But the thing is, he's got a a very fascinating personal story that we get into. And he's one of these guys, Anthony Kerrigan, when I first met him, I think it was at a, I don't know, SAG Awards party. It was some some Netflix event at the Roosevelt Hotel. And we met each other. I, I could not believe he was not the character. And, you know, he obviously really has alopecia and he has no hair on his body. But I didn't, it was so hard for me to adjust to the fact that he was just a guy. And, uh, but once he was here, we had a great talk, man. You know, it's a, it's a life that was not without challenge because of his particular condition, but, uh, he's also from New England, the Boston area, which I always, uh, kind of get a kick out of my time spent there. So we were able to connect on that, but, uh, 
great guy. Great to meet him. And uh, it was great talking to him. And I will share that with you momentarily. But there has been some update. Look, here's the thing. And I'm sure someone has said this before, but it dawned on me with all this, you know, chatter about the existence of UFOs and perhaps the military has been sitting on this. I don't, you know, whether or not they exist or not, for me, is not the big question. For me, the big question is, why do they always fucking leave? You know, if they're if they're around, they clearly just hover for a minute. They don't hurt us. They don't help us. But something makes them go, you know what? This planet, nope, not nope, got to go. I don't know if they're checking on us and they're disappointed. I don't know uh, if uh, there's nothing that they could use here for fuel or food or experiments or they're just sort of like, you know, these uh, this isn't going well. We, there's no reason to stop here. Not even for gas, not even to sort of a shut, not even like for a pit stop, like a nap. They just go. That's the bigger question. Not whether they exist, but how come they don't hang out for a minute? What did we do? Why don't they like us? Why doesn't anyone in the universe like us? And I think we can all answer that question. I think you can find the answer to that question maybe in your own home. So look, I've I've unleashed the powers of my uh, fan base to find out more about the Lynn Shelton painting that I acquired. Okay, if you guys don't know the story, where we're at now is a guy up in Seattle went to an estate sale, found a painting, big painting, by someone named Lynn Shelton. Decided to alert me of it. I I had I paid for shipping. He gave me the painting. It's a huge, beautiful work on paper. That was done in 1983, which would have made the Lynn Shelton I knew, you know, just out of high school. And this looked like a a, a deeper uh, undertaking than that. And it turns out there was a Lynn Shelton who, ha- who was a painter. I looked him up. There's one auction block uh, website of a painting from 1965, an abstract, but not the type of abstract that I have. There was a partnership with... Uh, Carl Springer furniture where he did some painting on paper that was put on furniture which is still is available at the gallery Carl Springer still exists Carl's dead but that was really all there was so I I, I said can anyone help me figure out more about this guy I'm starting to know more about this guy than I knew about uh, the, my my girlfriend who passed away so this is for Lynn Shelton painter from Molly Hello, I'm a WTF pod fan. Heard the last two episodes wherein Mark speaks of trying to track down the Lynn Shelton who did his new painting. This probably won't be helpful as I have attempted internet searches in the past to track my old college painter Lynn Shelton have had and have not succeeded in finding anything. While an art student at Sonoma State College, now known as Sonoma State University, 1969 through 73, Lynn Shelton was one of my teachers. He lived down in San Francisco, had a very cool art studio where he did his own artwork. I don't recall his work well, but I think it was abstract. I believe he also made some art films during that era. Okay. So that puts that 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 gives us a guy who had a job at a college, right? So is that it? That's all that Molly could give me. But then I get an email, Genealogy of Lynn Shelton, painter. Hey there, this is Sarah, sent me this email. I work for the New England Historic Genealogical Society in Boston, Massachusetts. I did, I did some digging into the painting by Lynn Shelton. So she mentions the New York Times article uh, where, you know, where, where he did the work with the furniture guy, uh, Carl Springer. 
And then she looked up Lynn Shelton in newspapers and found a few listings of his work in galleries. Uh, she reached out to the Oakland Museum Association after she says, I located an article from 73, which stated that Lynn Shelton's minimal abstract work was being showcased. She hasn't heard back from them yet. Then she searched a telephone number for Lynn Shelton's studio that was uh, in the New York Times. She found it was located at 478 West Broadway in New York. But uh, she says no Shelton was listed at this address ever. He's probably just subletting, uh, leasing it, wh- whatever. Then she said she turned to the note in the New York Times article that stated Lynn Shelton was a professor of fine arts in California, located a Lynn W. Shelton living in Petaluma in 1974, Petaluma, California, an assistant professor at California State College, which would jive with Molly's time there. But she said the directory for 74 showed no mention of any Sheltons. Uh, might have been an adjunct professor, she thinks. Then, this is interesting, located a marriage in 1963 for Lynn, Shel- Lynn W. Shelton to Mary Fenner in L.A., California. A couple divorced in 73. Next time she finds Lynn Shelton, he's living in New York and then uh, moving to Vermont to marry Sachiko Kusachi, a Japanese immigrant. The couple marries in 83, divorced in 94. And then she said she lost track of Lynn Shelton after that. And there's a death certificate, a death there's a death of Lynn William Shelton, 2009. Uh, she said it's recent, so the only way to determine if it's actually him would be to order the death certificate. It also seems, she said, that Lynn W. Shelton didn't have any children. She says she's 85% positive that this is him. Then she called the guy I talked to at Carl Springer, who's at Carl Springer Gallery, who said the same thing he did to me, uh, that he had lost track of Lynn in 94. What Lynn Shelton was doing between 94 and his death, I don't know. The painting I have is from 1983. But there you go. Uh, that guy been around, had a life. And that I think that's about all the information we're going to find. And it's satisfying, but it's kind of odd what you can put together with some diligence and with people that are willing to do it. There's, uh, there's sort of a, enough of a life there to kind of maybe construct a story. Right? Wild. Anthony Kerrigan, very funny and very poignant and a great actor. Uh, his new movie, it's, uh, called fatherhood. It's starring Kevin Hart. You can stream it starting this Friday, June 18th. And this is me and Kerrigan talking, chatting it up like a couple of fuckers from Boston, though I just lived there for a while. Yeah, I mean, I like I thought maybe that once we start doing things that uh, time would start making sense again, but it still doesn't seem to. No, no. In fact, I think it's got even it's got even stranger. Really? What's I, going on with you? I and, just I don't know. You know, my wife and I we took it really, you know, we took it really seriously. Sure. You know? And of course. so we there was um, no other way to do it. <laughs> exactly. And um well, apparently there fucking is. Mm. Um but yeah, we took it really seriously and so just time just melts, you know, and yeah. when, when you're in the same spot over and over again. Yeah. And listen, I mean, it's a luxury to, right. to, you know, just be dicking around the whole time, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, but still, yeah, just yeah, the I, days just, just all blended into like I know, one. I know. I still don't know. What, I, I'm still all fucked up. Yeah. And I'm st- I started doing comedy again and I just, for in my mind, I'm like, you know, we've, we've got to reckon with the, the reality of this weird traumatic event, but then it, it it's fucking with my head because like your brain does want to just like put it behind you and compress it into this weird, Yeah. Uh, but we're not out yet. It's this no. weird gray area. No. Do you feel like you're, 
do you feel like uh you have like the rhythm still you know with with the audience oh yeah i mean that's coming back that's good yeah i mean like i can feel that i i I think i might be um overfeeling it i I think like i'm I'm getting off stage for you know these uh limited audiences and i'm like oh my god yeah that was fucking great (laughs) yeah like but also like i find that like we're socializing again yeah and i find even then i'm sort of like what's going on you know like there's a (laughs) yeah we're we're here man we're talking in person i know i know weird it's all happening excited uh i mean i i got like uh got into it I think a little bit too early. I did this promo for HBO. Yeah. And um, it was- For for Barry? No, it was for Barry, but it was was more like to kind of um, correct the rollout for HBO Max. Oh. Because no one knew what the (laughs) fuck HBO Max was. I'm still not sure what it is. I I, I know that- (laughs) Exactly. My mom said the exact same thing. She was just like, so wait, I don't have it though. Like, you do. You have HBO. You just just need to kind of, you know, find a way to stream it. You can stream it on your computer, you know? Sure, or on your phone. I get it, but at first it was like the, uh, the app was kind of- of shitty or something right well it just they didn't do they didn't do the uh lay, um the rollout for it correctly so essentially what ended up happening is you know they wanted to do they brought you in to correct they brought the rollout? Me, they brought <laughs> exactly okay. yeah. just get <laughs> in here he'll yeah. fix it he'll fix it exactly <laughs> um so no so we did these promos right and mm-hmm. the i mean it was like you know it was like six seven hours but i hadn't been around anyone what, what during peak covid when during peak it? covid well it was like um Gosh, it was maybe like six months ago. Yeah. Oh, right. So yeah. like you, you've been locked up. It was weird, and, and not to mention this, the weirdest thing happened to me while it was while it was going on, because it was just me, and like the camera was on me, and I was riffing with this other guy. But I'm, I'm, you know, he's wearing to, a mask. He's wearing a mask, yeah. and, and I'm just, you know, supposed to be calling people from this like uh call center uh-huh. letting people know how that they're that they have hbo max were you doing the character well that that's what the, that's what the the funny thing was they were like asking me to do the character you know and i just wanted to be me <laughs> but um but they were like don't fuck up your brand no. man but they were but they um at a certain point right yeah. i was doing this and everyone stopped yeah and and didn't move it's it's like it was like I was in Disneyland and every animatronic just like powered down. <laughs> what happened? And didn't move and everything was just still and I was like I got so freaked out. I was like Guys? <laughs> Guys? <laughs> like how what's happening? Yeah. What the fuck is happening? And then they were like Okay, cut. And th- what they wanted was they wanted my reactions, like a genuine, just kind of like freaking out. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, that's what ended up. It was. It was like a fucking Twilight Zone episode. It was like they, everyone just stopped. They played you. They played me. <laughs> yeah, I was scarred. But then I just went home and I thought about that for like the next three weeks because I had nothing else to do. Because but, but replay that shit in my head. So, but <laughs> even though even though you know it happened, it's still creepy. Yeah. Yeah, it was still very creepy. And you're yeah. in the everyone's afraid. You're in the middle of a pandemic. You don't know if like is this a new strain? <laughs> exactly. Am I, am I the only one alive now? <laughs> that might that might have been the case. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe that's like crazy, man. Yeah, it was it was really weird. It so was what a very did they use? Those, did you guys shoot a third season? Uh no, no, not yet. We're going. It, to. It's going to happen. It's yeah. It's on the books. I mean, we're you know fingers crossed. Hopefully, going to do it soon. So were you slated to do it? Uh, during COVID? Oh, yeah. We, oh. we we even, like, were in the midst of kind of doing table reads. And uh, and then they kind of... In March. Yeah. And then they were like, well, 
Uh, we're not really going to do that anymore. And I remember that that first table read we did because we had heard about it a little bit. And we were like, do we, do we not hug? Or, right, right. Or do we just shake hands? Are we and, sick? And I remember, like, I shook everyone's hand at the beginning and then leaving. I was like, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to, yeah. Like, I have, a, I have a feeling that I'm just going to, you know, Irish goodbye this thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing, an Irish goodbye? Oh, yeah. It's when you just leave. You just leave without telling anyone. <laughs> Are you from Mass? Uh, well, no, I, I lived you there lived for years. There. Oh, I lived there for years. Yeah. But I never heard Irish goodbye. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's when you just disappear and people are like, <laughs> you hey, just disappear. Uh, I guess you left. Yeah, you just, I mean, it's kind of great because no accountability whatsoever. But they just decided they're not even going to try to shoot it with protocol, huh? Well, oh, with what? With with, um, oh, with Barry. They were just sort of like, we're just going to wait. Because yeah. like Glow, they just ditched, event. they waited months and then they were like, we're never going to be able to shoot this. Yeah, well, I, don't, I think they didn't want to kind of sacrifice the... But you guys the had integrity of it, you know. Right. So they they hadn't rented space or anything. They hadn't no. really, you know. No. Put, it was it was all set to go, but right. then they didn't want to be the kind of um like the the guinea pig of it all or the test, you know, yeah. uh the test one just to kind of see how it was going to go. And honestly, I mean, I I haven't heard of a single production that hasn't been shut down. After they start? After they start, yeah. That was happening, yeah. Yeah. We're still talking about a fucking virus that you can't see. It's microscopic, so like the zone thing, yeah, it's all good, Yeah. but but if it's around- But if it's around, you're- You would think, I don't know, we're all speculating, we're all fucking scientists, like someone has to really breathe into your mouth. Right. Well, that was, no, but well, that was one thing, and then like the next week, they'd be like, actually, if you're 20 feet downwind- And you like, you know, and then you inhale too deeply, you're probably going to get it. I mean, it like it was, con- you know, conflicting every, you it, know, it just, it every 12 hours. And that's, after a certain point, you were like, well, it's like any other fucking virus. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're, it's, if it's around, you're going to get it or you're not going to get it. Yeah, totally. Well, my I, goal was not to get it. Did you get no, it? No. I didn't either. My goal was, I mean, I was like, I don't care what it takes. I'm, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. Man. How'd you guys live? I mean, your wife's a chess champion, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you play chess? I mean, we played chess. Yeah, we played chess. I mean, did she teach you? Did you know how to play chess before? You... No, not really. Chess always gave me serious anxiety. Yeah, know? well, that, like I know how to move everything, but the the idea that there are strategies bothers me. Well, you know, it's the interesting thing that I've learned about chess yeah. with, in terms of my wife is that the what's her name? Uh, Gia. And is she like G- Gio? Uh, what's her last name? Uh, Olympic. Okay, so it's, yeah. she's like a. A world champion. Well, she's, I mean, she was like, you know, uh, tournament pretty, play? Yeah, pretty high up there, you know, in terms of uh, European players. But, uh-huh. you know, she she kind of stopped playing and, and she's, you know, just kind of enjoying life now. I mean, I think it's one of those things, disciplines like that, like ballet, you know, classical piano. It tends to like. Do you get you, rusty? You're all, well, kind of, yeah, but you're all or nothing. Yeah. You're either That's like right. living, breathing sure. it going you know right. slightly mad with right it. right or or you're just kind of like eh, you know you can do it every once in a while well, my brother was a, a kind of a, a professional tennis player and oh, then really? he taught but and they it, the funny thing is is those people who do that who go all or nothing and then eventually like i've had i've had enough of this shit yeah i'm not i'm done but like if anybody else wants to play him it's fucking over oh yeah in their sleep <laughs> like, ping, pow, boom, oh no time. exactly exactly and like i mean she'll just like hand my ass to me on the chessboard and she doesn't even mean to she tries to go easy on me and it just doesn't work out still but uh but no but the interesting th- yeah. thing that i've learned though is that like the way you play chess is very indicative of how you live your life 
right? Like so, I've, I, I, it seems like one of those games, like golf, where there's metaphors. Yeah, yeah there's metaphors ahead. for sure. I it's mean, how you. Okay, explain to me how. Well, okay, so there's you know there's like a beginning game or opening, and then there's like the mid game, and then there's the end game, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. some people have their strengths opening right up, but yeah. then can't finish it. Right. Some people are really good at the very end, but yeah. like just are a mess to right. begin with. Yeah. You know, some people, depending on on what their piece, what their favorite piece is to yeah. move, can tell you a lot about yourself. Really, people who like bishops tend to be very sneaky bastards. Really, yeah, very kind of like. But these you know, are people that know how to play the game. For me, like I know how to move everything, but I don't know not. I don't know strategy one yeah. zero nothing. So it's this big improvisational mess. <laughs> a good player could beat me in three moves. Oh yeah, because I don't know what I'm doing. Oh for sure. So what does it say about me? Well, that I don't know how to live life. No, I know. Look, I mean, well, you know, I I, I can't be the judge of that but uh but no i mean i think like it uh if if you were to kind of learn a little bit more of the basics and you'd probably see like oh okay well you know maybe i'm like i'm nervous so for instance if you're nervous about attacking yeah another you know if you're very if you play very de- oh, defensively yeah, yeah, yeah. then that's tends to be how you live your life huh. if you're like reckless and you're like eh, let's go over here i don't know yeah. let's try this yeah who cares yeah i'm reckless and i always lose yeah <laughs> listen not a bad way you know not a bad way to live your life you, you learn a lot that way <laughs> <laughs> i'll say <laughs> <laughs> so it was so funny because when I met you, I or when I saw when I first saw you on on uh, on Barry, I I didn't I really assumed that you were that guy. Yeah, no oh, people. A lot of people are, <laughs> like, are pretty taken aback, you know, when I just start using my normal voice. Where did I meet you at the Roosevelt? I think at the Roosevelt. Yeah, at the little bowling alley <laughs> yeah, thing. Because we were there for <laughs> what Netflix or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We and, yeah, we sat down on a couch and you were like, "How's it going?" I was like, "I'm good." You were you're like, like, "Oh." What the Wow. Yeah. I mean, oh, okay. Normal guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Everyone wants their money back. You know, they want, they want <laughs> In the interaction. They want you? the, you know, they want the accent. When they just meet you, you're like, oh, shit. And they're like, oh, Jesus. Uh, Where are you from? Boston. Oh, oh God. God. No one cares. <laughs> Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, man. Oh, yeah. Do you want a photo? No, it's all good. It's all good. I'm good now. <laughs> But where, what part of you come from? Right in the city? No, no, no just outside it. Which uh, one? T- uh, Winchester. 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 Yeah, which is uh, you know it's a very pleasant little suburb. Um, I have played every one of those dumps. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've been all over New England. I spent yeah. so much fucking time in those towns. Yeah, learning how to do comedy. Winchester. Why don't I know that one? Winchester. What's it next to? It's next to Woburn. Oh yeah, Woburn. Um, Arlington. Oh yeah, Cambridge. Arlington. Cambridge. Oh, yeah, so well, I mean, there's pro- a ton of gigs in Cambridge. You know. Well, no, but there was these one nighters everywhere. That's how we started. Where you go out and do a one night gig at a pub, right? Or a bar. There wasn't one in Woburn. Yeah, but there was one in Arlington. And there's yep. probably like you know we. Saugus, all those yeah, places. Yeah, Saugus. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, you, I never fit in in my town, though. I, like, did not. Like, it's a huge sports town. And I played sports growing up. I grew up playing hockey and soccer and a bit of lacrosse. But you don't I care? Just, I was a theater kid, you know? Right. I was a theater kid. And you, you really can't do both, you I, know? I found that, that there is a type of uh, human in New England that uh, is unlike anywhere else. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure. There's different uh, sh- strains. All of right, it. what's the classification? I got, I got to hear. <laughs> well, no, there's just a, a very specific type of American townie in in the the area surrounding Boston. Sure, yeah, and and it's like I'm not going to say it's bad, no. but some of them are. But there's definitely a sort of like, ah, go fuck yourself. You know, yeah. they're definitely a. It's they, no bullshit. You know, yeah. I notice whenever I touch down Logan Airport. 
Like my my hackles go up a they little do. bit. I kind of get ready to just brawl, you know, with someone. <laughs> just and right when you get off just the plane. Just as soon as I, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. you know, I'm getting a coffee at Dunkin' Donuts and they'll be like, you know, do you want vanilla with that? And I'm yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm good. Thank you. You know, <laughs> everything's confrontational. <laughs> there is a tone. Yeah. To th- that's true. Yeah. I say cream, two sugars. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Have a, you have a great day. You have a great day. Thank you. <laughs> Does your accent come back? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Did um, you have to consciously get rid of it? No, not really. I mean, I wasn't. it was never super heavy with me uh, growing up. So how um, many? Wait, how many brothers and sisters do you got? I got two older sisters. And you? And you, what's your, your what's your uh, family's business? Um, well, my mom was a nurse oh, growing yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at the Brigham and Women's Hospital, oh, right over in Austin. Yep, yep, yep. And um, and uh, let me see. I mean, my sisters. You know, they're just. What about your dad? Uh, my dad was actually. I mean, he worked in publishing for yeah. a while, but he was also an actor too. He's yeah. an actor. Well, he was like. Uh, he passed away probably about like, uh, gosh, years ago now. Oh really? But um, sorry. Oh, it's okay. I mean, he was a great guy. Uh, really, really, really talented. Uh, he did mostly regional theater stuff, but the guy had serious talent. And and you know, he's how I learned all these accents. Were they were were they together the whole time? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but he died young, or, or no? I mean, he was a bit older when he had oh. me. Um, I think he was like fifty when he had me. Oh, okay. Um, not that that's and. Uh, well, that makes sense. It, he's, yeah, he's I mean, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, I mean, I, I had a pretty, I had a pretty good, you know, good childhood. They were really supportive of me being an actor, which is great. But I, I just like it's so hard. Well, that's good. But like when you talk about Boston, it's just like I can't imagine. Like I went to college, like some sort of you know upper middle class puss at BU from yeah. from out of town, right? But I like when I when when I met people that grew up there, especially and you're like you know with the name like you know Kerrigan, yeah, you're kind of I I just can't imagine the 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 process of coming of age in that. Oh my god! I don't know. W- I mean, WBCN, yeah, WBCN, WAAF, you know, like <laughs> yeah, those. Yeah, I mean, it was classics, you know, or jamming ninety four point five. Yeah, you know, like all those. Yeah, the jams, man. Uh, but, but you know, it was it, well, it was a strange place to grow up too, obviously, because like, you know, I was certainly different as a kid. I mean, I grew up having alopecia, right? Right. Which is my uh, autoimmune condition, which well, is why I don't have any hair, you know? Right, but did it, was it a gradual? Well, yeah, it was a gradual thing. So I started out with what's called alopecia areata, and so it was like uh, just little spots. Just when, did little that, sp- when did you start noticing it? Well, so I was diagnosed with it when I was three. Oh. But I, I so I, I never really knew. I just yeah. knew that people would kind of look at me funny and kind of, you know. <laughs> oh, the kids little got kids. cancer. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, there was a ton of just, you know, parents would come over to my parents and be like, what's wrong with him? You know, <laughs> just like. Really, just you know, no, like, just like, what's his, what's his deal? You have to see that they just. What's your kid's deal? And in, you know? in their confrontation, like Foster, like, yeah, yeah. like, what's <laughs> wrong? What's wrong with Anthony? What's wrong with him? Huh? Does he need to get out of the pool? Because I see that he's like shedding in there like crazy, you know. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I didn't know how to, how to like, you know, deal with it. So I mean, so I essentially just kind of covered it up. Yeah. You know, and I got beat up and teased and bullied. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By the monsters? No, by the kids. I yeah, mean, the monsters. Yeah, the little, there they are, the little, little bastards. Did they, did they do it with that accent? Um, I mean, some of them did. Yeah. What's up, Baldy? What are you doing there, Baldy? Huh? What are you doing? What are you like a bald eagle? Huh? 
<laughs> but like, yes, yeah, worst. super creative. Um, oh, <laughs> but uh, no, so but funny. But like, but yeah. So you know, I was kind of different. Yeah, you know, from the outset. And, yeah, and I wasn't, I wasn't about to fit in. So I, I was pretty happy to just get out of there. But did you? Right. But I mean, like growing up, did you have a couple of friends and stuff? Yeah. And, no, I definitely had. I had friends. I mean, I would kind of hop around. You yeah. Know, different. More like artsy crowds. And, and when and, did you lose all the hair? I lost all the hair when I was in my mid twenties. It was actually. So not in high school. No, high it was school. not in high school. But how many times did people think you had cancer? Well, I kept it pretty well hidden, you know? That's the thing. So, like, I'd be... Sometimes the wind would blow and people would be like, dude, what's what's wrong with your hair? You know? Like, oh, my God. Are you all right? <laughs> like, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. You know? Just like, you, but like you, what, oh, you my just... God. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, why are you missing a chunk of hair? And I'm... You know, I just um, they're so straightforward. No one's going to pretend like th- nothing's wrong. And that's like Tommy, town. Tommy, get over here. Look at Kerrigan's hair. Look at this kid's hair. You know, <laughs> it was it was it was hard. Um, but anyway, uh, but so, like, so well, you were just coming over these random patches. Yeah, pretty or? much. Yeah, oh and ho- also like hoping to God that that no one would would you know would notice or right. make a big deal out of it. I was terrified of it. But you'd have to. Would you have color your eyebrows? What'd you do? Well, my eyebrows never really went oh. that much in my you know yeah when I was a kid yeah. But when I um in my twenties <sighs> though, so I get out of school. I went to school for acting. Yeah. And like of course, I mean I have alopecia. I choose to be an actor. It's like <laughs> I, I choose the most like vain industry is shallow industry. What do you? To be well, what do you but what do you make of that? Well, I think okay, when I when I was a kid, I was super shy. Yeah. I was really in it like in my own shell. Yeah. And and I think a lot of that had to do with my alopecia. Like I didn't want to be seen by anyone, you know? But at the same time, I did also have this need, this want to like express myself. Right. You know, I wanted to to I had a voice and I had something to say. And I found that when I got on stage, I could kind of, whatever. I'm Get like wearing, in it. I'm wearing like a stupid costume. You right, know? right. Well, that's right. So you could put on a head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can put on, yeah, exactly. I can, you know, I can put on a wig. Yeah. Or, you know, what, sure. What, whatever. I mean, and, that makes um, total sense. And so, yeah, when I was, you know, when I got out into the industry, I was kind of, you know, I had like hair down to my shoulders. So I had but where'd this... you go? So you what, in high school, you did plays and stuff. Yeah, I did plays in high school. And people like so that was your world. Yeah, the yeah, theater and I nerds. loved it. I and loved you also it. played sports, but you weren't that. I, well, into I stopped it. playing sports pretty much as soon as high school started because right. I was like, God, this sucks, you know. And also, like, there's a more sympathetic crowd, more human bunch. Yeah, everyone's everyone's so theater. much more accepting. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, and and kinda... also, just better parties too, you know. Well, was more fun more way looser. more fun you oh just yeah had to hope the monsters didn't come yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but uh yeah then they did they did actually no there was a brawl We're, at my buddy's house oh, one time where the mo- where the monsters showed up what happened there they like, are yeah there we go oh my god it was uh my buddy was was throwing you know what yeah. turned out to be a total rager yeah yeah <laughs> and um it was like you know it was just me and some pals and i had a girl in from out of town and yeah. we were just all hanging out and then all of a sudden my my buddy disappears and when when we see him next he's crawling inside he's blood all over his face oh he's God. like they got kicked the crap out of him and then they come in and start smashing everything and i mean did I you think, know him yeah <laughs> oh yeah i knew all of them i knew all of them i was like buddies with one of the kids who i you know ended up like beating the crap out of you did yeah oh you showed him yeah yeah, I did. At that that night? Yeah, that night. So yeah. you got into it. Oh, I got into it, yeah. 
And Always so, scrapped. Yeah. Oh, you were a fighter. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. No, <laughs> but that time. I mean, yeah, I, that time I was just like, you know, I went to kind of, Ugh. I don't know, I went into a, a, a mode. Um, but uh, well, good for you. Thanks. You I mean, a, I don't know. I wouldn't do that once. <laughs> well, you got it. Yeah, it's it's good to kind of. I've never done learn it. Learn like, about. And I you learn a it. lot about yourself, and also anytime you're in a fight, I don't care what it is, you always feel like a five year old kid afterwards. Right. You always do. Like in the way of like uh, bad. Sad, you're always just mad. like no, just like breathing heavy, and yeah. you're like. <sighs> God, you know, just like don't do that. Like, <laughs> which just don't, just don't, don't, you know, don't push me, man. Yeah. Um, I feel like everyone's got that kind of like quivering kind of thing underneath yeah, them, sure. and it's just everyone's just trying to build an exterior on top of that, right? You know, um, they ruined the patty. Yeah, they they totally ruined the patty. We had such a good vibe going, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, people are gonna come up to be like, do the accent. Yeah, be like, oh, no, no and they're like, no, 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 Boston one, man. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you get you known for something else. Exactly. Um, but that's uh, what kills me about that. You know that bit that uh, Casey Affleck does on SNL. Oh, yeah, it's so perfect. It's so perfect. Like that guy, he's one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, he's hiding that totally. That's like we. <laughs> I feel like it's just, you know, it's a it's a part of everyone who grows oh up there. God. And you either run away from it or you embrace it, you know? <laughs> it, but that thing is just so good. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> I know. Um, but uh, but anyway, oh yeah. yeah, so I was in my mid-20s, right. just out of school, and, you know, I was like, things were going pretty well. Dude, but wait, I, but be, wait, sorry to interrupt no, you, no, no, but did you... You, where'd you go after high school? You studied acting. Yeah, I studied acting at Carnegie Mellon. That's like a, in Pittsburgh. that's one of the big ones. Yeah, it's a big one. It's a big one. It's the oldest conservatory in the country. And you did really, like four years there. Yeah, I did four years there. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was you know so much fun. And, wait, wait, now, what were you doing? Were you doing all the stuff like comedies, musicals? Yeah, I was doing no, not dramas, musicals. No, musicals. Um, no, just uh, dramas and comedies. Learning and, your your chops. Yeah, learning your chops. And and you know, when I was there, I was just like, I'm just going to be a stage actor my whole yeah my whole life. But then, you know. So when you were doing it there, where did you get proficient at? Did you have your own wigs? Well, ever? no. So I mean, it was, it wasn't ever that bad when I was in college. It it um, in terms of you still had hair. Yeah, I still had hair to, enough to cover it up because okay. I had really long hair, and so I could kind of you know color it in, and you wouldn't really be able to see it. And right. a ton of people just didn't just didn't know they couldn't yeah, see right. Um, and it didn't progress until until a few years later. Um, and that takes us to what you're saying. In yeah. The so, well, it just so happened that I booked my first big series, right? That oh, yeah. brought me out to Los Angeles. Right, right, right. And I, yeah, and it all within, out of like a nine month shoot, I lost pretty much half my hair. Which, now that show, what was it called? The Forgotten. Oh, yeah, The Forgotten. Yeah. So, do you think that s some of the, the the hair loss was from the stress you know i i th they say that it's not stress related because like your immune system you need a strong immune system to like attack itself and yeah. to succeed because what it is is like your body thinks that there's something wrong with it right? yeah and so it attacks the hair follicles and you're just kind of like well you know there's nothing wrong there but it attacks the hair follicles so it falls out uh, but now but that's very specific. So, but your immune system otherwise is okay. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. Great. It's very specific. Yeah, it's very specific. It's very specific. But it enabled you to get the vaccine before everyone else. No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was, you know, I was yeah. like, I was like, well, yeah. I mean, could I? And they were like, no, no. Back in line, kid. But look at me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not about to. I'm not about to pull that card. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, but it was it was a trip though because I was so it's falling out. Yeah, well, also I was just you know this was the thing that I like was hoping to God would never happen. Right. I was so terrified of it. I was so terrified of people actually noticing it and seeing it, and and the the fact that it all started going was just my worst nightmare happening. <sighs> and then the producers found out. The producers were really sweet about it, and they were really helpful. And they got a wig maker, and I got these like fake eyebrows. And you can kind of tell a little bit, but in the back of my mind, I just knew. I was like, I can't, I can't do this forever for your whole this life. Is, yeah, but this, for the series, you did. For the series, I did, and it ended after one season, thankfully. Um, so you lost everything in the in the one season, your hair. Well, no. So then, okay, so I used this stuff. It was essentially like using poison ivy on my scalp. Yeah. Because what it does is it's like, it's like imagine like a group of firefighters who think a house is on fire. Yeah. But it's not. Right. And so they're just causing major water damage. Right. So what you do is you light a fire down the street. Yeah. You know? And so they're like, oh, look at that fire over there. And so that gives it enough time for... The house with water damage to kind of you know be okay dry out yeah, yeah so that's what what you do and uh, so it was it was, was it like a cream that yeah was it's like to... a topical ointment yeah. but it, it was it was awful I looked yeah. like Freddy Krueger I uh, mean it was it was rough yeah and, um, but it did get my hair to grow back huh. for a time yeah so you know everyone was kind of like all right well I hope this works and it did work but then it all started falling out again and that second time that it fell out I was like. I don't know what to do. You know, I, I was like, I'm, I'm, no. I'm screwed. And this was all I'd planned for. Yeah, you know, this is all I really wanted to do. But you knew it was coming. The hair. Well, when it grew back. No, or... but I mean, like when it fell out. When, uh, when... Yeah, when it started falling out again, I was like, oh man, so... this is. Yeah, this is going to be. This is going to be so, rough. So you thought the two, the things you knew were you, you're not going to be the wig guy. Yeah, it was too much. It's well, it was too much, and and also you you know it looks weird. It looks it well no, I mean like some people choose to do that. I'm I'm pretty involved in the alopecia community. You are, yeah. I mean I alopecia. I, that's yeah, what they call it. Like, yeah, it's a country. I mean yeah. <laughs> Welcome to alopecia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, we're we're you know pretty tight tight knit community and in Hollywood or in general. In general, all oh, over yeah. The, all yeah all over the world. Because when it happens to people, everyone starts to lose like. You know, not just their kind of hair, but their confidence right. and their sense, yeah, their yeah, sense yeah. of identity. You start to so wonder, you must like, be like a hero. Well, I I I feel like I've come out on the other side of it now. You well, know, well, and I it think, took me a minute to to do that. Well, I yeah, I can I can't imagine it because vanity is so much what you know so many of us are about. Yeah, that without you know th- this illusion. That's uh, the thing. Yeah, uh, you I'm, know, like you know, you can kind of make decisions about who you are in the world. By having control over how you look or, so, or who you think you are. 100%. And the thing that, that people don't realize is that in a weird way, I mean, it's it's kind of a gift to be given that, that kind yeah. of insight. Yeah. Because once you realize that like, oh, this doesn't matter at yeah. all. This, in fact, like, you know, everyone has something about themselves that they just wish they could change. Sure. You know, they wish yeah. they could not have. Right. And, you know, they live in this perpetual state of like... Waiting to be something else, yeah. you know, waiting to kind of, well, once I kind of get rid of that right. or, or yeah, fix yeah. this or yeah, yeah. whatever, then I'll be happy. Right. You know? Yeah. And what people don't realize is that They'll like- never be happy. Is that you're never going to be happy. <laughs> no matter I'll what. I'll say this again. <laughs> Listen to me. You're never going to be happy. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Ever. No. <laughs> no uh, the key is that like you're going to be happy once you essentially find a, a way to just kind of, you know, accept. be cool with yourself yeah, and accept, accept yourself. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, for a long time I held on, like I held on to those few little pieces of hair I had left when it was all falling out. 
or those eyebrows or eyelashes. And I was holding on to to this other identity. Yeah, this other identity until I just decided, like, I'm just going to shave it off. And and then it all started to go anyway. And I decided I was going to rebrand myself, you know? Yeah. I was going to, I was like, in my mind... I can play aliens and I can play monsters and that's yeah. it. But I might be able to get a couple jobs. Yeah, you know? that was that was that's how you were looking at it. Yeah, that was that, that was how because that was how I kind of viewed myself. I viewed yeah, myself so use, otherly. But after know? a certain point, you could take a role where you could use uh, wigs or prosthesis or whatever. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, that's that's part of what uh, show business is. That's true. That's true. But at the same time, I kind of wanted to. I was so pissed. And I was so angry at the kind of rejection that I had and the comments that I got from people, from the adult monsters who were like, who were like, I'm so sorry, but this is not going to work for you. You are not going to, you're not going to succeed. It's not going to happen. I'm so sorry. It was like, it was almost like they were, it was like it was coming from a good place in their right, heart. Right, it was, right, That was right. the weird I mean, look thing Look at about yourself. It. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, yeah. I mean, you're not attractive anymore. Yeah. It's not. I'm. I swear to God, that's. I mean, I was told this. I was told this. You know, it was like a mercy killing on their part. And I was like, I was. So I was so angry yeah. that I was like, watch me, yeah. watch me. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make something of this look, and I'm gonna show all of you just how far I can get. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I'm doing that. it. I'm in the process. Yeah. Well, I mean, the that the character that really kind of like introduced you to the world is hilarious and unique and <laughs> and like you know and very it, odd. Yeah, and very odd. Yeah, and funny as hell. You right, know? and it's funny too because now I'm like, I don't know, no one, no one really is like, dude, why don't you have eyebrows? Yeah, you know, I'm used to it now. Yeah, like it, t- it took like ten minutes. Yeah, it took yeah <laughs> those first ten minutes though. I could see you just being like, oh, I don't know about this dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> I wasn't that worried, but it, but it is a thing. Yeah. Now, well, I got some questions that, that it's it's like because I was thinking about um, you know, how we perceive ourselves. It's interesting that you, you know that you had clumps of hair that that didn't really that couldn't have looked really good, but they made you feel better. Yeah. Well, it, they symbolized um, they symbolized like a past identity that I was trying to hold on to. I can't believe know? more people didn't think you have cancer. Well, funnily enough, <laughs> when I was 21, yeah. I was actually diagnosed with cancer. Oh my god! Yeah, so my you, 20s were. You had a jump on the look. Then. My 20s were a weird time. So yeah. I, you know, I was diagnosed at 21 with, what with kind of testicular cancer? cancer. Oh my god! And um, and that was, you know, it was a lot to kind of go through. And then a couple of years later, my pops got diagnosed with cancer too. So it was, I, I was throwing a bunch of curveballs. Uh, in my so you got it treated. 20s. I got it treated. Yeah, I got a couple surgeries, and you know one. One uh, one doctor said that I should go through chemo. The other one said I shouldn't. Yeah. Um, I stumbled upon a bunch of like Native American medicine men who gave me a healing for it. Yeah. It was a pretty wild, wild experience. So no chemo. No, no chemo, thankfully. Yeah. And um, so I'm I'm in the clear. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Oh know, my God! How old 16 are you? Years, Sixteen years. I'm thirty-eight. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Man, so you—that's you, a, a lot to take. It was, it was, a, yeah, it was a lot. But um, you know, it's when all that stuff happens, you kind of and and I think you know, there's a reason why you see people who have been through like a a bunch in their life, way yeah. more, way more than I have, right? And somehow they're living their best life. You know what I mean? They're getting yeah. on stage in front of tons of people, just letting letting people know, like, right, what a beautiful gift life is, and it's because I think they were able to like you know, use whatever was thrown at them and kind of alchemize it in this weird way to 
to learn what life is really about, you know? So let me ask you something about uh, before I forget it, because I seem to be hung up on it about the uh, alopation yeah. community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there people um, on the down low? What do you mean? Like, like hiding their alopecia? Oh, yeah. Like it's got to be oh, like- Oh, big my- time. Like so many people, right? Oh, there's a ton of people who are, yeah, who like, you know, who who hide it from pretty much everyone. Yeah. And and, uh, and live in fear that they're going to kind of be found out. With makeup and wigs and stuff. With makeup, with wigs, you know. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, you know, it makes me sad because a lot of them are just kind of missing out, you know. Missing out on like jumping, going and jumping into the ocean or, or, or yeah. you know, just kind of feeling comfortable enough in the bedroom to like take their wig off with their partner you know and yeah. wigs are uncomfortable they're itchy and you yeah. know it's well yeah but that's that's it's an odd thing about balding even uh, to some degree that that you would think like at least you know go out on the weekend and you know just you know go full bald right yeah and then if you got to <laughs> go back to work you know and it makes you feel better but why would you you'd get to a point where it's sort of like this is ridiculous I got to put the wig on the eyebrows every day for work. And, I know. Well, and some people, some people get to that place, and some people don't. Yeah. And um, and it's it's a hard thing to it's a hard thing to deal with. So I mean, I I, I what I try and kind of preach, you know, some some like somewhat like Tony Robbins at times, yeah. where I'm like, look, you you know, there's an opportunity for you to kind of just like to just embrace it, to 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 take this look and not yeah. just be okay with it, but actually enjoy it and right. be like hey this is actually a cool it's a cool thing it's a stylistic choice you yeah know, to be uh hair free so know? what 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 are you finding happen like when did you shoot this uh, kevin hart movie uh this kevin hart movie um we shot uh, uh let me see before the not thing? this last summer but the yeah it's summer of 2019 so a year ago 2020 right so march 2020 is when we locked down yeah, that's right. Right. So yeah. okay, twenty nineteen. Um, and that was that. Yeah, was a great experience. Uh, I'm really excited for people to see fatherhood. It's, yeah. it's such. And well, what's cool about it is I'm. I mean, just personally, yeah. I'm like, I'm not playing a bad guy. <laughs> I'm right. just playing like a normal dude, you know, who's like his his uh, Kevin Hart's work buddy. Yeah. Um, but it's a really really great great movie. Well directed. Paul White's. Um, and uh, and yeah, I, I had a blast. So that'll be coming out now. Did soon. they like? They didn't get it to me soon enough for me to watch it, but. Does Kevin, you know, call you names or? Oh no, okay. <laughs> no, no. Does, thankfully, does he bring up the alopecia. Uh, no, no. I mean, that's said. no. What that's cool is like it's it's kind of just normalizing it. I'm just as you know, yeah. just as pal. Yeah, and, uh, it's like me and you know Kevin Little Royal Howery and um, like Alfred Woodard. I mean, a yeah. fantastic cast. Yeah, I like Little and Royal. um and no, it was just kind of I was just a normal a yeah. normal dude. So I think that's the key is like normalizing it. Right. And I get messages all the time from people being like, "Hey, I just saw you on this thing, and it's just cool to see someone out there." not hiding right you know? and that kind of can can shift people's um from own the, perception that's from the alopecia yeah, yeah from the alopecia community isn't there a british actor that's got the alopecia uh yeah um didn't see. i see him uh, i saw him in something with rebel wilson why can't they were roommates i can't remember. matt lucas yeah. yeah 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 matt lucas he's he's a genius yeah i mean that guy is like but also that's his thing like he's got such an iconic iconic look uh-huh. you know yeah and he really makes it work for him so that's what I. You're think on is, your way, man. You yeah. guys are p- the primary. Oh yeah. Alopecians. Yeah, and and I mean it's a great bunch, and honestly, everyone who's got alopecia is. Do you know excels. some people in our community that have alopecia and they're in their? It's on the down low. Yeah, I do. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to expose them. No, no, of course not. <laughs> but no, but yeah, I do. And, and um, I've, I've become the guy who people call and just be like, hey, so I noticed I got a spot. And I'm like, okay. And, you know, so we'll just talk for a couple of hours about how they're doing. Because it's a weird thing. It, it What, really, you mean when they start losing? Yeah, when they start losing their hair. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. it throws you for a loop. You yeah. wonder how bad is this going to get. Right. You know? Or... or but like, does it always get all the way bad? No, I mean, not bad. No, it doesn't. Always... No, no, no. But you know, it doesn't. It doesn't always get all the way. You know, right? Like lost. Gone. Um, so it, it's a real roll of the dice. So do you still have some? I've got peach fuzz. Oh yeah, yeah, peach fuzz. But that's it. Oh okay. No, I'm like silky smooth. Yeah, yeah. You're not shaving it? No, nope. <laughs> not shaving it. Don't have to. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. My, so, my wife is pretty jealous of that. Yeah. How you, that you don't have to shave anything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so what What about your sisters? Nothing? No, nothing. No. Hmm. Um, what so, is it? How does it happen? Do you know? Did you investigate? I mean, I I mean this a little a, bit, but a medical like, show. I don't, the, the whole thing about yeah. autoimmune conditions is yeah. that people just don't know. They don't huh. know what causes it or what the gene is or, yeah, yeah. or, or how it, you know, how it works. Right. Um, but if there was a cure tomorrow, I would turn it down. Right. I, w- I would be like, no thanks. Really? Yeah. If someone said, take this, you get your hair back? Nope. No way. I mean, I don't think HBO would be cool with it either if I, if I, you but know, But you can always, it. like, get rid of the hair. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Uh-huh. I have dreams about it, though. I have dreams about my hair growing back. <laughs> and and, I, and, it and might, it's a bad dream? My, yeah, my immediate thought is, <laughs> I can't wait to shave this off. I swear to God. I swear to God. I love it, because I, I now feel so liberated by it. It's... It's like, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, I mean, so what are you going out for? Like, you, you just go out for regular roles. Well, I'm And try- they know when they say, we're, you know, uh, yeah, Anthony's going to come in and they're like, oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. tell him to bring his bald head in. And yeah, we'll- bring his big old bald head in here and, <laughs> you know, do, see we'll, see, <laughs> we'll see if it works. I mean, I am kind of like a, you know, very specific... You know, no one's going to go like who? Yeah, <laughs> bald guy from Barry. Yeah, bald. Oh. I, you'd be surprised. <laughs> a lot of the time, that is what it's kind of shortened to. It's like Anthony <laughs> Kerrigan, huh? Yeah, bald dude. You know, no Hank. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that dude's hilarious. <laughs> oh, you're going to be in a Fairly Brothers movie now. <laughs> yeah, sign me up. <laughs> yeah. But what have what have you been going out for generally? Generally, I mean, I still go out for a ton of villains. But, you know, I, I, I think it's it's more fun to kind of stretch myself out in different directions. Right. You know, and so it's... What do you want to do? I don't know. Like, I genuinely don't know. I thought I kind of knew, but I'm, I'm really... What did recons- you know when you thought you knew? Well, what I thought I wanted to be was just kind of... Um, I don't know, just limiting it to being like an action star or, or you know, being in like these big budget things. Yeah, yeah. But I, I kind of... Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shifting and, and thinking about like... Now wanting to be, I don't know, just wanting to be in like cool, good moving projects. And it's weird to think about it in that way. I yeah. just want to be in stuff that moves people. Yeah. Emotionally. And what you, but, but do you have, uh, I mean, it seems like comedy is good. Yeah. Comedy's good. Comedy's yeah. hard though. Comedy's hard. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, I'm not a comedian. I, I, I don't do my own. You know though. I don't. I don't the idea of doing stand up scares not the crap that, but out not stand up but I mean you have good sense comic sense of humor 
I, I mean, I, I try to, but it's it's written that way. So I, I feel like, I mean, you know, we, we mess around with improv a lot. but Right, but we're making fun of the the Boston guys, and it's that's good, true. you know it's funny. Yeah, but they're like, they're sitting targets right there, you know? <laughs> Come on, that's like low-hanging fruit. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I mean, I don't know. I know, like, but like that, but the guy that you put, no, no, what is his name? No, no Hank, yeah. I mean that the whole timing of that guy and everything about that guy. I mean, you had to delegate or or sort of decide about that accent and how to use that accent comedically, whether you know when you whether you do it on purpose or not. True. Yeah. You know, it's, there it's got its own timing, and you know it's happening. Yeah, it's it's a real science to like um, just miss the mark with certain sayings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you don't want to you don't want to completely miss it, but you got to just miss it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know and that's written in or you have some to... of yeah some of it's written in and some of the time you know we just kind of we who, just riff who writes it uh so it's uh bill Hader and, and alec berg right yeah well they're, they're so, genius. he's so funny he's, he's so funny it. man he's so funny but but again like when i'm when i'm doing a panel with with all of them yeah. i'm like i'm not a funny guy you know yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm i feel like just a normal just kind of actor and you know yeah uh but but when I'm but when I'm on set, I, I feel like I can kind of turn it on. Yeah. I can turn it on pretty easily. Yeah, I, the accent thing kills me. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so much fun. It's so much fun to play with. Um, Did you have to have a coach? In, in the beginning, yeah. Because what, what is the accent? Uh, it's Chechen. Chechen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's I mean it's yeah. like Russian, but yeah. a little bit more in the mountains. Right. A little bit more hard to pin down. Yeah. Um. So you had one of these dialect people. We come had one of these dialect people come in and. And kind of you know work on all the specific sounds and and uh, and then you know eventually I just got got to the point where I could kind of go through my script and just mark up and be like all right. Did you use because like I had to do a Houston accent recently? And, yeah. And did you have like a key of words? Yes. That you kind of could play in your head to get the the sounds going in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I mean, there'd be you know. Like the first, the first line that my character has yeah. is like, "Hey man," you know, <laughs> yeah. and and like I, <laughs> whenever I'd get lost, I would just come. I'd be like, "Hey man," you know. You'd find it. Yeah, yeah. and and that first day was hilarious too because that was my first line, and that was the first scene that we shot at the right. pilot, and <laughs> and I knew that that it had you know kind of. <laughs> gotten a good response because everyone started coming up to me being like hey man and i was like oh god all right and, you know somebody putting my mic on and i did the sound guy was just like okay man you know <laughs> just really like slide it in have you heard from any chechens no not uh, yet which is kind of a scary thing actually really? yeah what? well you know i mean if they're not talking to you then you got to wonder like what they're you're not what really, they're thinking it's you not know? landing it's like well a, yeah i mean i don't know hopefully it's i'm surprised hopefully people are are enjoying it yeah you would think that if the chechens didn't like it they would say something Right, or, I don't or just show up to my house yeah. <laughs> in the middle in middle of night show up to house you know <laughs> Be very quick about it, you know. He's a very funny man. He does not deserve pain, you know. Take him out quickly. Uh, eventually, one of them will come up to you. Like they'll be like, "I know you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friends like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's come dead. to my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll show you what it's really like. Yeah, exactly. Boy, that's gonna be the fun time. You like tattoos? I give you tattoo. <laughs> so now. You don't have kids, right? No. And how long have you been married? Uh, just let me see, three years. How'd you meet the chess player? Well, uh, we met on uh, on the subway in New York City. I think I read that, but I don't know yeah. what is that. How does that work? Well, 
So it was like the hottest day of the year in, in New, New York. York. So yeah. it's all muggy and so disgusting. So it's all muggy. It's like walking two blocks is just yeah. the worst. Right. So it was at the Broadway Lafayette stop. I walked down By into the, the station. Yep. Walked down to the station and uh, and I started standing there. I was like, okay, wow, she's really she's really attractive. But I didn't want to be a creeper or anything. Right. So I kept my distance, right? And, uh, you know, we got, got on the car. She was kind of checking me out too. And this is when you had no hair. Yeah, this is when I had no hair. And then I, I, you know, I got off at the, you know, next stop, and I realized that I'd gotten off a stop too soon. Yeah. And I started walking up, and I was like, oh, God, no. There's no way that I'm walking an extra six blocks to wherever I'm going. Right. So I just turned back around to get back on the, and on the subway on the platform. The train pretty, oh. Well, no, and then I turn around to get back on the subway platform, and I see that she's standing there on that, <laughs> you know, this new yeah. platform. And I was like, oh, okay, well... I got to say something. You right. Know, I got to, yeah. I have to approach her. Right. So I did. And I was like, you know, I, I messed up. I got off on the wrong stop. Well, what about you? And she was like, oh, I was on the wrong train. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, and then so we both got on the next train. We started right. talking. Yeah. She told me she was a professional chess player. And yeah. know, it's hard not to have a good conversation when that's, when that's your answer, you know? Did you, but like, how did you riff on that? Well, I, I mean, mean, just be like, oh, chess. So like, yeah. <laughs> I think I was just like, oh, chess, I'm horrible at that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And she was like, oh, well, you know, it's actually like a pretty easy thing to pick up once you start to open your mind to it. I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. And then I got, you know, I got her number by the next stop. Did you go buy a chess book? No. Oh. I, no, I was just, I was, no, man, I wanted lessons from her. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Right, sure, yeah. The real deal. Right. And, uh, yeah, and then so the, I think it was like the next, the next night. Yeah, we were kissing on the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, yeah, it was really that's nice. Sweet. Yeah, it was very sweet. Yeah, very sweet. And now you're together. And we're, now we're together. Yeah. So you say that she's uh, pulled back from the chess scene. Yeah, she's pulled back from the chess scene. She's trying to kind of like shift gears and figure out, you know, I mean, obviously how to apply her knowledge. Has she written a book or anything? No, no. But that's a great idea. Like, the, what about that whole analogy that you have? Was that her? Was that her? No, uh, that's her. Yeah, yeah that's her. Like in that, terms of how, how you, you live pull, your life, yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah. you know, on the chessboard. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's so indicative of. of it, it just tells you so much about who you are, and uh, you could also teach people to play chess that way. Yeah, you really could. Yeah. She should do a TED talk. She should. Yeah. I mean, let's get her on the phone. Let's get her on the phone. Let's call her right now. <laughs> We've um, got it figured out for you. Yeah. You're going to do a TED talk and then write a book <laughs> about how people's lives, uh, they live them like they would play chess. Yeah. And if they don't know how to play chess, this is your easy system of how to start playing chess. Listen, you're, you're obviously going to get commission for this book. No, so. no. I'm just trying to help people. <laughs> no, it's a great idea. But it's like when idea. you guys during the lockdown, I mean, how did you, did you... Did you play a lot of chess? I don't we know played why I'm a decent. No, that. no, we played a decent amount. I mean, I think like we were both very, you know, great partners in this yeah. in this pandemic. Yeah. Because like, I mean, she's from Serbia. Serbia was bombed. She's from know. Serbia. Yeah, she's from Serbia. She, Serbia was bombed by the United States in you know 1998, 99, and she was there for that. You oh know? my god! So she was in a bunker for like, God, like. 70, 80 days. Really? Yeah. Her family? Yeah, and that was how she learned how to play chess. Oh, my... So so she learned how to play chess... In, in a war in, zone. In, in a war zone, in, in this very kind of like, I mean, you know, this environment where you got, you just, you know, you have to, you have to deal with it. Yeah. And this, you know, this saying that she, I mean, I'm not going to say it in Serbian because I don't know it in Serbian, but it's essentially uh, what you must do yeah. is not hard. 
Right, right. And that was what was kind of applied oh, to this situation. Right, right Where right. she was just like, look, this is what we got to do. Right. So you can either bitch about it or you, you just you just do it. Adapt. Yeah, you just adapt and you make this your life. So that's so funny. In my brain, like I'm thinking Serbia, that was the, it was the, the conflict was between the Croats and the Serbs, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there was like, yeah, that Serbia was, was accused a, of ethnic cleansing and, and right. you know, it was like a big, uh, big mess. I mean, it's, I've tried yeah, I, I, numerous times to, to learn all the intricacies yeah. of it. And it's just so, it goes back so far to like the Ottoman Empire. And I mean, it's just a very deep, deep, deeply entrenched history. And where's Chechnya in relation to everything? Chechnya is like just adjacent uh, Russia. Oh, yeah. okay. Russia adjacent. Yeah, it's yeah. all up there somewhere. It's all up there. Yeah, it's it's in there. Yeah, yeah. Now, does she where, does she go back to Serbia? Um, yeah, I mean, we've been back. Yeah, really? we've been back to Serbia, and um, was that the first time you were there? It was the first time I was there. Yeah. How is it? It was great. Really? Yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> I mean, they know how to party. That's for sure. But here, but Croatia is supposed to be very nice. Croatia's gorgeous too. Really? Yeah. A lot of the Game of Thrones stuff was was filmed in Croatia. Oh, that's yeah. A lot all of those fun. like uh, you know like beautiful waterfront you know yeah. shots. Though it's all Croatia. I've, I've people are talking about it like it's the place to go. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's gorgeous. I think that I think I see a a, a period piece with armor in your future i think so i think i can kind of work, yeah in that fantastical realm oh, listen all right that's what i want to do i want yeah. to be in you know some kind of fantasy fantasy franchise i was a huge fantasy geek throwing uh, growing up so i want to like which ones i don't know i mean for comic gosh. stuff well yeah some comic stuff i mean obviously it's like you know red uh watchmen and, and um yeah you know uh, Sandman no series. Oh, Sandman. Yeah, yeah, I love the Sandman. Yeah, me too. I, uh, Hellblazer. I got the Sandman through Hellblazer. Oh, nice. Oh, I God. was a big Hellblazer guy. But Hellblazer. I'm not a comic guy, but Hellblazer and Sandman I enjoyed. Yeah, 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 definitely. I know. I'm not a huge comic book Yeah, but guy I like either, that one more stuff. You know? and, and so I I like when I started Gaiman. to do yeah, Gotham, I, yeah. you know, got all these people being like, do you know the character? You know? And I do. I do know the character. So <laughs> Which character? Well, I played this character named Victor Zaz. Oh, okay. Who was like... In Go- okay, in Gotham. He, uh, yeah. Yeah. He, like, every time he killed someone, he would cover Tally into his skin. Yeah. Super mellow guy. Yeah. You know? Uh, but the, the nerds were, like, on you about yeah, it? Yeah, they were on me about it. But I, you know, I... Like knew I'd done my research. You, you have know, to defend yourself. I had to I do. Defend I myself. do know it. I yeah, people get people are really intense these days about it. It's a it's a very big deal if you're playing one of these characters. You go to Comic Con? Uh, no, I no. haven't been. No, but I mean, I've been to certain cons. I mean, they yeah. happen all over the place. Yeah, you know, what's, hap- what's happening now? We're yeah. in one. This is one. This is one right now. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I sign? <laughs> you're gonna do a picture and you're gonna print <laughs> exactly. it up and then you yeah. sign it. Yeah, you want to take a picture? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Come here. Come here. Tommy. Tommy. Tommy, turn the flash off. Tommy, God, turn the flash off. Tommy, you're doing a video. It's on live. Tommy, you're doing a video. (laughs) But I don't know. I I had a great time with that one because I just, you know, first of all, I was so angry. Like, this was one of the first jobs that I got when I was told, you're not going to do it. Yeah, it's not yeah, gonna yeah. happen for you. It's over for you, Bobby. So I was so pissed. Yeah, I was just like, I'm gonna march into that room yeah. and I'm just gonna like yeah. own everyone. Yeah. And uh yeah, so so that that I had a good good uh fire in my belly for that. That's great. And what have you what you, so outside of Barry, is there other stiff stuff happening? There's some stuff happening. I can't talk about too much of it right now, but uh that but you've yeah, there's done some, or you're about to do. I'm, I'm some of it I'm in the midst of doing, some of them I'm about to do. But uh but yeah, but I'm I'm really just ramping up for Barry season three. I've got some press to do for for this father fatherhood movie. thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Well, it's great talking to you. It's great talking to you too. Do you like your family Irish? 
Uh, well, my dad's from England, but oh. like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm Irish English mix. Yeah, but not you don't go back to Ireland. No, no, you don't have family. No, not yet. I like Ireland. I like yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really excited to go. I mean, I've missed. Like, if there's one thing the pandemic taught me, it's just, like, travel everywhere. Yeah, I know. I've, I've well, as soon as we're point. able to. I went down know? to see my mother as soon as I got through the vaccine. Really? Window. Yeah, in Florida. Oh, in Florida. And I nice. went to New Mexico to see my dad and, uh, you know, after I got you know, outside of the two weeks. Yep. And exactly. uh, it was okay. It was a yeah. little weird. It's still a little weird. It's still weird. weird. It's still weird. And I think it's, we like, as, even... as long as you can just be, like, shh, you know, it's going to be weird. We don't it's even know weird. what's gonna. We don't even know what the world looks like really yet. You know, like in terms of what survived, what didn't, what economically, what's going to happen. No, no, I mean, we're like, all we have no idea. No, I think it's just a matter of like, you know, this has taught us a lot, and and has we're it? all. What did we learn? Well, I don't know if if uh, we we learned that we uh, we can you know do a lot of what we need to do. Without doing it with people. That's right. We can do a lot of stuff from home. We can do a lot of stuff from home, you know? Uh, but yeah, but I don't know. I feel like we're also entering into a phase of like, we haven't even reached the kind of like PTSD. Well, that's what I've been talking You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it's, I, I, I've been talking to so many people who have like such anxiety and depression yeah. and panic I've attacks. Do, I've been doing that on stage talking about like, we can't not, we have to engage with this. You got to. You yeah, got to. Because it's, it's we're going to be fucked. We can't be, we can't go, I mean, there's, you can't you know, just plow was, on. No. Act like nothing happened. Like you can't act like nothing happened. And anyone who is, is It's a little shit. weird. Yeah. It's a little weird to watch comics too, who just really? are sort of picking up. You know, like, you know, they're just doing 15 minute relationship chunks and we're like, nothing? Yeah. We're just, it's over a year. They're we doing, were... yeah. Yeah. Or they're just doing their old set, you know? Kind of. Some of them. Be like, hey, how bit. about, yeah. Yeah. You know, how about football? Yeah. Right. right. Am I right? <laughs> exactly. Remember, yeah. Remember football? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bizarre, like, to, to see how, it, how it's going to work. But I know. I'm, I'm just like, panicking yeah but my first 10 minutes is just sort of like do you you know what we were doing a year ago <laughs> yeah yeah but i don't know i think as long as we all kind of take care of each other and remind each other that that shit's just weird yeah and that that it's okay to be freaked out it's okay to be you know, right go just just questioning who we all are right yeah. now yeah it's a totally normal thing yeah you know well, and, that's a that's a like that moment during the pandemic you're like who am i yeah. <laughs> yeah, like who am I? But also like all of these what things that doing? usually people can keep at bay. Yeah, right. Of sure. like the you kind of like to... like you know people who would kind of busy themselves with the nine to five. They never had to think about this. Yeah, stuff. and then all of a sudden they're flung into their homes for like yeah. extended periods of yeah. time. Yeah, and those those you know Most I always of said them that like left their families. It's not like a zombie movie. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's not like a zombie movie where like you know you're too busy running away from the zombies yeah. to, for for your you know. Right, for your right. anxiety or your depression to yeah. take over, yeah. you're, it's like all that stuff is amplified, sure, you know, big time. I can't imagine what it would be like to have a, a, a wife and a kids oh, during yeah. this thing. I know it'd be intense, and, man. Oh my god, it'd e be intense. Either they're all a lot closer now, yeah, or, or things <laughs> or have gone wrong, or they have diverged. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think you're right, though. I think if we can all be supportive. It, uh, it, and also try to uh, not engage the monsters. Uh, we'll yeah, all right. exactly. And yeah. there's there's no shortage of them. But it's you know, crazy, right? It is. It's nuts. But, do you uh, ever go back to Boston? Yeah, I mean, I do. Who's um, there? My so my mom and my both my sisters. Oh yeah, yeah. They're on the North Shore now. Oh yeah, Ipswich. Oh okay. Um, well, that's nice, right? Yeah, it's beautiful out there. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Um, so I mean, I get back. You know, as I get back as much as I can. I try and be a good son. Yeah. 
you know. I, try, I I wish I had more reasons to go back to New England, but I never just go. You don't ever do like the any more of the comedy circuits up no, there. No, I do. I'll do like I did. Uh, where did I perform there last time? I was I sh- I was gonna do. I do that one. What is it? The oh Christ. Now I'm forgetting. The Wilbur. The Wilbur. Oh yeah. I'll do the Wilbur sometimes, and I was gonna shoot my special there, but we had a technical issue. But. I don't know. It's one of those places where I spent years there. Yeah. And I never sort of like, I got to get back there. And I don't yeah. do it. Yeah. It's so different. Like, I went to college in Boston. I started sure. my career in Boston later, many years later. Yeah. Uh, doing those one-nighters and stuff. But, like, that whole city is nothing like I remember it. It's it's totally different. Most of it's been erased. Yeah, it's changed a lot. Yeah. It's changed uh, Like, Kenmore amount. Square, like, was a defining place for me. And now it's like, it's just nothing. Oh, yeah. It's bizarre. No, I know. I mean, I'm, I used to remember like going to Somerville. You know, yeah, I, I was in Somerville. I was on Cottage Avenue, an attic before it became like cool. Before it became cool. Yeah, I know. there were all these places. You know, um, like Sacco's Billiards and like yeah. places I would just go and, and hang out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it like, called Mike's Pizza right there? Mike's in the Pizza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And totally. then there's that weird uh, that. Was that train car? You remember that train car that was there? It was like a, a restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah. And then God, there was like was there was a, another one, something uh, that uh, a restaurant that opened at like two in the morning called K and Chips or something. This weird fucking place might have been before your time. I never understood it, but it didn't open until the middle of the night. Oh, it was I a very bizarre. Place. I used to go to Bickford's. Bickford's. Oh, was that the the that one was the like counter? the chain? Yeah, that was the chain that was like close to close to us. So you know, you used to have like theater rehearsal and then go party and then we would all go just to go Bickford? to Bickford's late night in Somerville. Uh, let me see. There was I'm in Dave. I was in Davis Square. Yeah, I love Davis was, Square. Yeah, but there was back in the day when I was there. There was like one of those restaurants where you get a tray, slide it. You know, oh no, it, it wasn't like that. Yeah. This was a diner. Yeah, yeah, this yeah is big a diner. Foods. But mm. you know, I'll have to. I'll head back at some point. Hopefully, just calm my nervous system down enough to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, get, put your feel your hackles get up. Landing at Logan, like here we go. Yeah, exactly. Here. Just like you know, let go of the like my curled fist. You know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. It's good talking to you, but It's great talking to you, too. Appreciate it. Anthony Kerrigan, great story, great guy, funny. Got some good laughs. I enjoy the good laughs these days. Uh, Barria is another season, Will is forthcoming. The film you can see him in now is called Fatherhood, starring Kevin Hart. You can stream it uh, starting this Friday, June 18th. And now it's... Uh, entertained with some music.
Boomer lives. And monkey. Lafonda. Cat angels everywhere. And that was fucking take two, man. Thank <laughs> you.